You are listening to the One Man Show Network. kids and welcome to uh, a special Memorial Day weekend edition of the Aaron Says What podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today I am joined by uh, actually a podcasting made simple member, but more importantly, uh, an Australian barbecue guru, Ben Arnott. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? I, I'm doing great. Uh, this is my first international broadcast. Uh, we had a little trouble getting connected, but uh, it seemed to work out okay. I, I've never, uh, I've never reached out uh, to anyone as far as you before. Yeah, I think, um, I think we're on it now. The uh, the wonders of the interweb bring us all together. So that's uh, <laughs> that, that's really cool. Awesome. Uh, I, I can't promise we'll get any YouTube questions tonight. This was kind of a. I appreciate you uh, being so flexible this was not easy to put together it's a, it's a, it's a weekend for both of us actually it's sunday for you it's saturday for me so i'm talking to somebody from the future yeah yeah about a about a 15 hour difference i think <laughs> yeah it is and uh that's cool so i had to just keep asking siri what what time it was in your neck of the woods so we can work this all out but i'm glad it worked out uh i'm glad that you're a member of the podcasting made simple forum and I'm glad you're a barbecuer because I am not a competition barbecuer like you are. I am happy as long as I'm the best cook in the family. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So I sent you pictures of my outdoor kitchen, which, which really just literally got done a couple of days ago. So I have a I, – I got it wrong before. I, I tried to tell you what kind of gasser I had. It is a bonfire gasser and a Kamado Joe um, ceramic grill. Yeah, I um, I I was a bit jealous of that picture actually. I <laughs> spotted the the Kamado Joe and I had that pegged, um, but I had no idea what the gasser was. But uh, no, the the setup you got there just looks beautiful. Oh, it's great. I I actually tried the gasser tonight in the rain, which is it's, we've had some crazy weather here, uh, but it, it worked out really well. I I cooked some steaks for the kids on it and uh, they liked it. I'm, I'm I'm doing the bachelor thing tonight. My wife's out of town, so. What am I going to do? I'm going to barbecue. That's what I'm going to do. Sounds good to me. Have you got a nice roof out over the top of your outdoor kitchen? I do. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. It's a beautiful thing. I. It's. It's just one of those things. You know, you just work for your entire life, and it's nice to see it done. You're 43 years old, and uh, I can just hang out outside whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. That's- uh oh. I'm losing a little audio there. Can so you, you mentioned that it's. Um... Can you hear me? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I lost you for a second there. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I, I was just saying that that's um that that's awesome that you've got your uh, outdoor kitchen all set up with the roof and all that on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. So tell me a little bit about yourself and and uh, what you do and how we found each other. Well. Um, I guess my uh, my by daytime occupation is uh, I'm a teacher at a local college, um, and uh, through that job I've done a lot of uh, online education work. Um, been an online teacher, been a classroom teacher, all that sort of stuff. 
And in my own time, um, I've gotten myself right into barbecue. So right now I'm um, on the I'm in the lead up to the barbecue and beets competition coming up next weekend out at Night Quarter at Helensvale here on the Gold Coast. And so that's really um, really exciting. Quite stressful, a little bit nervous going up against some of the best teams um, in Australia who just 15 entries. And I think something like 12 of them are in the top 20 in the country. Awesome. And then of that 12, I think about three or four of them have actually uh, flown over and competed in the state. So uh, it's going to be a big comp. Now, do I understand this correctly? You're coming to Oklahoma? No, 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 no. I was uh, I was chatting online with some people from Oklahoma last weekend. Oh, okay, okay. That's one state over for me, so maybe about a five-hour drive. Oh, that would have been cool. All right, I misunderstood. I'm sorry about that. Uh, now, you uh, mentioned that, that you do a lot of competition barbecue. I mean, that's what you do in your spare time, right? When you're not teaching. What, what, actually, first, first things first, what do you teach? Um, well, I'm, a, I'm an English as a second language teacher, so I work a lot with international students, um, okay. students that come to Australia that want to uh, want to further study, go on to college courses, go on to university courses, that sort of stuff. That's great. Um, I actually manage that department for the college, and for my teaching hours, I teach IT to uh, long-term unemployed uh, people. Great, great. Nah. So people that need to up their skills to get back into the workforce. That's great. Um, now, how long have you podcast been podcasting? I started the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast in December last year, and I um, decided to take a bit of a note from uh, from Serial, and rather than embark on a weekly podcast, I decided I was going to um, do it in series. Okay. Teacher, and I think in terms of set curriculum, start finish points, you know, what is what is something that I want people to learn? What do they need? What chunks do they need that in? I took that approach to my barbecue podcast. So season one is up and out already. It's called Comp Ready, and it's uh, everything that someone would need to know to get into competition barbecue. That's awesome. And I heard your most recent episode, and I love lamb personally, so I was drooling a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and it was great. So it was a little bit of the man on the street thing, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. So I, um, I've, I've also had a couple of bonus episodes come out um, since the end of that first series. And uh, one of them, I think the one that you're talking about, was when I went down to Meatstock Melbourne and I ran around that competition uh, interviewing other competitive teams, um, uh, some barbecue celebrities that were there, some vendors that were there, and just got a real, I'd, uh, and I just got a real feel for the atmosphere of the venue and the festival itself. And then I, uh, recorded the whole uh, prize awarding ceremony and I put that all together into one podcast episode. So basically people that weren't able to get to the festival could experience it through my episode of the podcast. It was great fun and it's had a lot of uh, a lot of positive feedback. So No, that, that was good. it was really cool. No. So now the podcaster to me wants to know how did you set all that up? Did you have a digital recorder and a microphone with you? Um, what I had was my Zoom H5, okay, and I had that in a little uh, belt-mounted pouch thing, and I just had this exact microphone, a dynamic mic with a little pop filter on it, 
and uh, just connected that with a mic lead to the Zoom H5 and ran around pressing record and then held the microphone back and forth between uh, myself and the, the guest. Nice. And it does make it easier when somebody on the other end, like yourself, is mic'd up. That does not happen for me very often. It's usually somebody on their phone or it's uh, somebody talking through their earbuds on a computer. So it makes a big difference. I mean, obviously, we're going to I may have a little Internet lag between you and I, but uh, it makes a big difference. You sound great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad. So I'm using the uh, podcasting made simple get uh set up here and i don't know what my problem is tonight where i gotta say uh, a million times but i probably won't edit that out i usually like to edit more for sound than content unless uh see i did it again <laughs> unless it's something terrible but uh yeah i uh I, have you read up on the article where i set up the podcast I, I just missed the end of that question, but I think I, I think I got the gist of it. Yes, I did read the um, okay the article, um, specifically the one uh, about the cable for connecting a phone into a mixer. Is that the particular article that you're talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. And I'm not actually using my phone tonight. The way we're talking, I'm using Hangouts, and I'm using the output from my computer into my mixer. So. I could technically do it through my phone using the Google Hangouts app, but I'm more comfortable this way. Well, I wouldn't really be able to do the video that way. So we're doing a YouTube. There's a lot going on right here, isn't there? We're doing a Google Hangouts YouTube <laughs> live session. This video will be up on YouTube as well. Uh, the YouTube video won't sound probably as good as the finished audio podcast, but that that's what you do when you go live. It It is what it is. So a whole lot going on here with the real simple yeah. setup. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm also uh, recording the audio on on my end of the conversation on my audio gear here. So when I uh, put that up onto Dropbox or uh, Mediafire or something, you'll then be able to download that, marry it up with the uh, with your mic audio from your end. That's cool. And uh, yeah, the, the finished product. Well, I I will leave you a link uh, with my audio as well, and we'll see what we can do. But you know it. You know, my mission here lately, I, I've had a podcast. I've, I've had some people. You heard my Kirk Moncrief podcast about the brisket, which I'm actually making tomorrow because it's a holiday weekend here in the States. But I've been more recently into helping other podcasters podcast. So it it's taken a little more time than I thought, and I haven't been able to release as much content as I would like to, but it's awesome that someone from the Facebook group Podcasting Made Simple reached out. I mean, I think we became best friends overnight, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, here we are. So I appreciate that. Well, mate, we were able to talk about podcasting and brisket, so oh, yeah. those uh, two of my favorite topics. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kirk's a really interesting dude. Uh, I actually buy his spices. I buy them in bulk. I, he he makes uh, a few different ones. I don't think I don't know that he delivers out in Australia or not. But he makes just a real simple salt, pepper, and uh, garlic powder. You know, it's it's my base for anything anyway. And, and I put it on everything. You know, eggs, whatever. Um, and and then he makes he makes a nice red chili rub and a green chili rub. So. I've been into that, but I'm mostly into that because I'm 
I'm into the no sugar thing lately. You know, I, I still brine. I'll brine with some sugar here and there. Not as much. Obviously, I'll back off on the salt so uh, it's not too overpowering. But, you know, barbecuing is just – it's like it's like podcasting a little bit. You can make it really, really hard or you can make it really, really easy. Yeah, absolutely. Typically, the more you have things, the, uh, the harder Oh, man, I'm going to have to – I just missed that last part. I'm going to have to turn down the bandwidth just a hair. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear you fine, but I did just get a little of um, hearing myself back through the headphones. Yeah, I think I had a little internet lag here, and we've had some storms out where I am, so I, I turned down the video bandwidth on my end, hopefully to get better sound. But we were talking about you can make – uh, barbecuing easy or hard. I like, I like to keep it simple. Obviously, I like a little flair here and there. So my food's better than the rest of my family's. But you sound like you really got it down, man. You sound like you know what's going on. So, I mean, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, do you like to make it really, really, you know, intense and difficult or do you like to keep it simple? It depends on, on what I'm cooking and who I'm cooking for. If I'm cooking at home, then um, I just like to keep things nice and simple, nice and easy, straightforward, applications down as much as possible. But when you're cooking for competition, you've really got to up your game. You've really got to do everything that you possibly can because judges only get like one bite, maybe two if you've done a good job. Dial that rub right in. You've got to get your sauces right. Make sure that you got your like all your injections done and into the meat. Um, if you're doing chicken thighs, you know you got to pull the skin off, scrape the fat off the off the underside of the skin, put that back on. You know it's uh, yeah, but the actual humble chicken thigh is one of the most catered uh, things that you can do for competition. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, Depends who I'm cooking for and uh, and and why I'm doing it. But um, I personally I prefer to try and keep things towards the simple end um, because yeah, it's uh, it just takes away a lot of the opportunities to mess things up. That's amazing. That's that's good stuff, man. I uh, I that ceramic grill, the Kamado Joe. It, it, you you could say the green egg is the best and this and that. I find them very similar. So. I've had zero problem, problems with the grill whatsoever, except for, it, I will tell you this, it took me probably, it took me about three years to really learn how to get it down. It's just practice, practice, practice. I mean, unless you're just a barbecue savant, it's it takes some work, it takes some time. Don't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I um, I don't own a, a ceramic cooker, mm-hmm. so I'm people to do and uh, they've told me that the that the trick to it, and this is what's been relayed to me, so, you know, this is not uh, my first-hand knowledge, but the trick to a ceramic-style barbecue is it all comes down to the fire control because those ceramic barbecues hold the heat so well that if you overshoot the fire, it can be to bring the temperature back down because that ceramic uh, bowl will just keep that heat right in there so the tip that um that they always tell me is uh, you know if you're going to cook on ceramic start with a small fire and mm-hmm. build it up 
rather than try and build a big fire from the start and then try and choke it back down. Oh, it's so true. Um, yeah. No, that's absolutely yeah. true. And then you're trying to dampen it and you're trying to open the lid to get the temperature down and then you're screwing all that up. No, I, I agree 100%. You got you, you can't just set the whole thing on fire like a normal grill. And it, it's just it's a slow deal. The slower the better for me. I know some people think you get up temperature and it's fine, but I just like to I just like to get those flavors just seared in low and slow, baby. But, you know, what do I know? I, I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, sounds like you're doing a pretty good job of it to me, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So this was a, a bit of an impromptu podcast, and I, I really just – oh, I got some feedback coming oh, I got some feedback. That has never happened before. I'm going to shut my video off and see if that makes it any better. There we go. Okay. Can you hear me good now? Yep, yep, I can hear Okay, I had to shut off my video. I think it's the internet on my end. There's been a whole bunch of storms and things here, so I apologize for that. Uh, for the most part, this no is, this has sounded pretty good. Uh, first international prog- podcast and uh, using my setup. So, do you have any podcasting questions for me while I have you on here? Yeah, I um, I uh, am curious to know more about running a phone. One of the things that I'm wanting to do is. I want to try and cut the mixer out of the mix with the Zoom H5. Okay. Um, basically, because the little mixer I've got has a bit of a like a bit of a buzz to it, um, and so I'm wondering if it's possible if I used the uh, the splitter cable as part of like your kit thing that you've got there, if I could run the uh, the speaker side of it as an input into the zoom five put line from the zoom five into the mic line for the input back into the phone so that they'd be able to hear me or would that double up and they'd hear themselves well i can tell you this the i i think it's the podcast hotline kit i think that's what you're referring to it just has the ends like you know that would plug into the mixer I don't think it would work so much with the recorder, but the guy to ask is one of the admins of the podcast. He made Simple Group, uh, Victor Velez. He he made the thing, and he he's great about answering all those questions. I haven't found a way to cut the mixer out. I, I want to, especially when I'm on the road. I don't want to pay for things like Zencaster or iRinger because that's yes, twenty bucks a month maybe, and you may or may not use it. And, you know, there's other lower-end options like the app called Tape-A-Call, but I think the audio doesn't sound very well, or very good, rather. So I, I don't know how to do the podcast hotline kit cutting the mixer out. I can probably tell you this. It is probably how you were – it could be just a number of different things with your mixer settings, you know, where it could be your equalizer or it could be – you know, it could be a million different things, and that's where I'm not very good, and that's where I try to keep it simple. But the admins in my group, you have, you you got Victor, who's an engineer. He uh, he invented the podcast hotline kit. You got Super Van Giovanni, who does work for the Adam Carolla podcast, and then you have Brian Watkins, who just 
basically grew up in a studio and those guys can answer those types of questions. The, the reason I have such an easy setup is I don't know shit. I don't know anything, you know, and I just, I didn't want to spend a ton of money buying a bunch of equipment if I wasn't going to do this for real. And I just, you know, I'd watch all the YouTube videos. They tell me I need a, an extra recorder, another computer to set up a call, basically like you and I are doing right now. And you figured that out too, I think. You don't need a whole bunch of extra stuff. And I just kept asking why. Why do I need that? Why do I need this? And I just kept experimenting until I could find something that worked. You know, right now, you probably heard my air conditioner kick on. There are things that happen in podcasting you got to be ready for. And, and I thought I had all that kicked off. But in the end, so I'll probably end up, you know, I'll edit, I'll edit that out somehow. But it's just, it's just one of those things where people are happy with whatever they are doing, even if it's something they figured out, you know, four or five, six years ago. And the innovators, you know, the guys that are new to this, they're trying to tell them they need to do the same things. And, you know, I, it's just, you don't, I, I think anyone that wants to podcast should be able to podcast, even if it's with earbuds and a phone. So, you know, sorry, I went off on a tangent there. <laughs> no worries, mate. It was good to have a, it was good to, uh, to listen to your inner workings. Yeah. And that, and that's what it is. You just got to keep asking why. Your mixer is buzzing for a reason. It's it, it's got to be something in the mixer, or it could be the mixer itself, which I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know much about mixers. You know, like I said, I'm not the engineer of the group. But please post your questions in in the, in the forum, and I guarantee one of those guys will be all over it. Yeah, I, I will for sure. I've been um, I've been following a lot of uh, Victor's posts. One of the ones I found particularly interesting was where he was talking about. Um, recording on wire i thought that was fascinating yeah he's he's the ultimate engineer I, and I, I tease him all the time i'm like this is this is the group where you make it simple man i don't know what you're talking about half the time but he's a, he's a really good dude <laughs> I, I i met him buying the hotline kit from him trying to look for a way when i have a situation like right now it's it wouldn't work so well for you because i, I don't have an international plan on my phone but my internet's a little down or whatever it is, I need to be able to have a backup plan. I don't want to lose a guest. So I just want to be able to plug my phone in and give him a call. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, for, for me here in Australia, um, because I'm interviewing barbecue people, uh, they're not necessarily, um, well, they, they certainly don't have podcasting gear. Right. And so, in, um, well, to, to date, I've been using Zoom. Mm hmm. And uh, I zoom.us. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And that was working pretty well, but I was finding that using my mic into an external sound card and into the computer, both sides of the sounding like a Skype call. You know, it's, it's that sort of that thin, sort of tinny noise. You don't get the good acoustics sort of sound. And you would expect that from a guest end but not on a host end. And because the way I had it set up, I was getting it on both ends. And so what I'm hoping is if I can uh, get a hold of something like your, your phone kit, mm -hmm. get, get my studio audio on my end. And that'll at least get me halfway there. You know? No, I, I agree a hundred percent. I've even done uh Facebook live videos with it through all my podcasting apparatus. It, it works well. 
you know, you're always going to be at the mercy of whoever's on the other end. But if they're a, in a nice, quiet place and they're on their phone, it should be no problem. And then obviously, if you have some level differences, you can you can edit that out in the end, you know, with various methods. I, I don't know what type of program I think you, you program into your recorder, right? Would, would that be like an SD card? Um, so what I'm recording right now is a it's an SD card mm-hmm. in the Zoom H5. Right. Um, when I'm when I'm recording my own podcasts, I've been going through a Steinberg external sound card and recording using um, Adobe Audition. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's high tech stuff. I use the uh, I just use Audacity. I've I've not used o- Adobe Audition. I, I'm not saying I don't know, you know good or bad i couldn't tell you anything about it but people love it so you know i think anyone's going to use the first thing they started with you know what i mean and, and they're going to probably stick with it and i started with audacity just because it was free so <laughs> but now that's all i know how to use yeah but yeah when i was researching it all i was looking into um audacity and and audition and all that sort of stuff and um I didn't have Mac money or I would have had a Mac yeah. and be using, you know, GarageBand or something like that. But um, because I teach at my college, I was able to get an educator's discount on the entire Adobe suite, which was just awesome. Oh, that is So awesome. I get um, – I've got access to uh, Adobe Audition. Um, what else do I use? I use Photoshop. I use uh, Premiere Go editing software. And I've got the full, uh, you know – uncut versions of these programs for about 13 bucks a year or something. It's just, it's awesome. Oh, that is really cool. And I'd do that for sure. If I, if I had that type of access, but anywho, what other questions do you have? Yeah, that just worked out really well for me. What's that? I said that just worked out really well for me. The, uh, the, the educators price on the Adobe package. It was so cool. Now I saw you, I actually, uh, followed you on Twitter just now. Or a little bit ago, trying to trying to hype up the podcast. So, and that's where I get most of my listeners is from Twitter. So I find that other people love Facebook more than Twitter. You know, they, they do the group pages, and then they'll do you know a lot off their individual account. But I I just don't find I don't I personally don't have that much success that way. I, I've I go off of Twitter. How about yourself? Well, I, uh, I started my website, smokinghotconfessions.com, about two and a half years ago, and I've been putting up uh, recipes, tips, how-tos. Um, I've got a free ebook out at the moment, 27 Lessons Learned from uh, Barbecue Competitions. Cool. And so I already had a bit of a bit of a crowd and a bit of a following through Facebook anyway because oh, I've okay. been building up that social media two years uh, before I then introduced the podcast on top of that. So. That's how I handle, um, I've, I'd estimate like 90% of my social media work is done through Facebook. Um, I do a little bit on Instagram um, and I just tick the box on Instagram that says push to Twitter mm-hmm. and that's how I handle my, my Twitter stuff as well. Gotcha. Um, so for me, I, I do most of my stuff through Facebook. You know, you can, you can schedule posts, which is awesome. Um, so every Sunday evening, I sit down for about two or three hours and I schedule all my Facebook posts for the entire week. Oh, like Buffer? And then, I'll, uh, yeah, it's it's similar to Buffer, um, 
but it's it's native to Facebook and it's only it's only linked to Facebook. So it's only for your Facebook account. Um, I was using Buffer, mm-hmm. but the reason I got um, I stopped doing that was because I got frustrated with the fact that when you try and tag people or use podcasts, right. oh, uh, sorry, not podcast hashtags, mm-hmm. like between the different mediums. So, for example, a Facebook tag in a Buffer post wasn't also tagging on Instagram, if you know what I mean. So that yes. I was having to go back and do it all twice because I'd, I'd put it all out on Buffer and then have to go into each individual one, uh, uh, Facebook, and double-check that it was all looking good and right and then redo it anyway. And so I just stopped using Buffer um, quite a while ago. So they've probably, you know, improved their service since then. Um, might be worth go- I go- the It might be worth my going back and having a look. I don't know. So I basically doubled down on Facebook and just went all in on that. Um, I do all my uh, almost all my traffic through that. It seems to be working out for you. Now I looked up your name on Twitter and I think I found an old abandoned account from like 2014. I'm not sure if that was you or not, but then I looked up Smoking Hot Confessions and I found your current account. Yeah, I had a personal. Um, which I signed up in 2014. I yeah. was like, oh, all right, let's let, let's check out this this okay. Twitter thing. And I don't really think I ever did anything with it. But you Started have up a smoke confessions but, Twitter account. But you have a martial arts background as well. Is that true? Is that right? Yes, mate. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, awesome. I'm a, I'm a second degree black belt in a Korean martial arts style called Hapkido. Nice. And yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was great fun. I spent six years learning that and getting into that. And uh, right now, my son and I are studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Awesome. So are you in the mixed martial arts as well? I like watching it. Yeah. Um, I don't go to, to mixed martial arts training, uh, but I love watching UFC and I love watching mixed martial arts. Um, for me personally, I prefer the more traditional martial arts for, like, for me training um, because I like the – energy flow control, the breathing, the the calming effect of um, of the traditional martial arts. That's wonderful, man. I uh I don't know if you'll appreciate this or not, but you know who Chael Sonnen is, of course, right? Yes. And he has a podcast called You're Welcome. Now have you ever listened to that? No, not yet. No, I've I've I keep getting recommended to uh <laughs> to have a listen to it, but I just haven't got there yet. Well, his co-host, Joel Supernot, contacted me. I actually spoke to him on the phone because he wanted to start his own podcast at one point and, and wanted some advice. I'm not even really sure how he found me. Now, the interesting thing about Joel is you hear stories about Team Quest training out of a car lot way back when, you know, Randy Couture and those guys. Well, it was his car lot. So how cool is that? I mean, it was just a random thing that happened to me. It really literally just happened last night. I was trying to tell my wife about it and she had no idea what I was talking about. So I, I needed you to give me some, <laughs> some man props and say how cool that was. You know, I need something. I need some affirmation here. So but it was really neat. That and, was and very, he, he, just starts, he just starts telling me stories and, and it was, it was like a probably a half an hour conversation. I don't know that we really talked about podcasting, but for more than a minute. But it's just one of those neat things you get from networking and trying to help other podcasters. And uh, 
Yeah, it, it just kind of vilifies what I'm doing here. I, I've been to the podcasting made simple group. I've only started that in April, but you know, we get new members every day. We get guys like you asking questions. And I will admit the first time I saw you after you introduced yourself, I saw smoking hot confessions. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is this? And then I read on and it was barbecue. Thank goodness. <laughs> You're listening to smoking hot yeah, confessions. It's funny that you mentioned that. I, um, I went to a social media training course yes. about 18 months ago and um, in the lunch break, because the, the guy that was doing the training, he was recommending that we, um, that we network with the other people there in the group and try and work out how we can do things together and all that sort of stuff. Yes. And uh, this lady comes up to me and she says, oh, so you're the guy from Smoking Hot Confessions. I said, <laughs> yeah. She goes, I think that, 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 that we need to get together and do some cross-promotional stuff. And I went, oh, great. What's your website? I forget exactly what it was, but it was like, um, you know, sugardaddiesaustralia.com <laughs> or something like that. And I went, um, mine's a barbecue site. <laughs> and she went, and she went, oh, okay, no worries then. See you later. <laughs> oh, no, no. That name is golden. You And you have the domain too, right? You have the website, don't you? That's right. Yep. Smokinghotconfessions.com. Okay, don't ever Recipes, tips, how-tos, and free ebooks. That's awesome. Don't ever let that one go. That's a that's a good one right there. Smoking hot confession. Well, I, I I might be able to sell it to a to an adult channel if uh, if if things don't work out. You never know. Well, I guess you could. That's a that's a great little backup plan there. So that that's awesome. What what else would you like to get off your chest? So you have the website, you have the podcast, Smoking Hot Confessions. What am I missing? Are you there? At the moment. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think. Oh, okay. I, I think you've, you've pretty much, um, you pretty much summarised oh. it all up. You know, I've got. Uh, you can listen to the podcast through iTunes or whichever podcast service you choose to use, um, or I actually do uh, post a player on the website, so you can go to smokinghotconfessions.com/shc-podcast and catch the episodes there. I've also opened. Uh, I've also opened a page, guest appearances, where I put in, you know, things like I'm going to be a guest on your podcast here. So I'll put a link to that on there, so people can catch it through there. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be appearing at a bunch of different uh, competitions coming up in the next couple of months, and I also do some media work, uh, helping promoters promote their festivals. Um, so that's quite fun, and yeah, I do reviews and recipes how to's tips um got that free ebook out there at the moment people can go along to smokinghotprofessions.com slash ebooks and they can get a copy of that but um i'm would like to ask you a question if that's okay oh please please you mentioned that it was uh memorial day this weekend correct and i'm curious to know what is the uh connection between barbecue and memorial day i don't know except for it's a it is a three-day weekend here, so a lot of people don't go to work Monday. It's kind of the kickoff to the summer. You know, the the holiday itself is more of a – it's more of a observance, you know, of fallen heroes and whatnot. But I, the barbecue portion of it is people are home for a few days, and it's just kind of that kickoff to the summer. Everyone's out of school, that sort of thing. So that is the connection with barbecue. Right. So, is there like a like a particular food that is the most common burgers on Memorial Day, or does chili dogs, or <laughs> what's the what's the the, yeah. the go to thing for 
Memorial Day barbecues. It's a lot of beef and ribs and that and that sort of thing. Um, maybe some chicken here and there. And, and I, that's funny because I was just going to ask you a similar question. You know, we're we're known for. Uh, you know, I'm in the heartland of America here, so it's a lot of beef. But what are you guys known for there? What do you like to barbecue the most? Um, personally, I, I like beef. Um, yeah. My favorite thing, if I'm doing low and slow style barbecue, is pulled pork. Yeah. Um, I, I work with a butcher uh, shop called Pure Meats, and they do the most beautiful um collar butts okay and uh once they're done properly if i've if i've smoked them right on my uh on my radar hill smoker i uh, can just grab the pork butt and just squish it in my hand and it's just uh sensational it's just so good so that's my that's my personal favorite um i have done a bit of work with the australasian barbecue alliance over here which is like our version of uh or it would be equivalent to the KCBS in America. It's the governing body of uh, competition barbecue here in Australia. One of the things that sets us apart from American-style competitions is that we include lamb, which I don't think is a regular cut in American competitions. And so you, you see a whole lot of different um, different variations of lamb, and it's quite interesting within Australia to see some regional variances so for example down in tasmania you've got you know your, your native peppercorns and all that sort of, all those sort of herbs and spices that are coming up into victoria and so that's quite southern style lamb um something i like to do up here in queensland we're tropical so i like to try and bring in like i'll, I'll make like a mango barbecue sauce type thing to put to, to, to put with my lamb um so that's that's quite interesting how that's growing and developing as well i love uh lamb i love barbecuing lamb i love pan frying lamb I, I would do lamb just about any time I could. And here's a little fun fact about me. We have sheep behind my house, you know, that we raise and we butcher from time to time. The kids show them at the, uh, oh, with the, at the 4 H thing, which is basically it's, it's teaching kids to raise animals and sell them and market them and that sort of thing. So lamb is one of my all time favorites, except for they get upset when, they name them and then I butcher them. Yeah, I, I grew up on a farm, and the rule was always don't name the animals. No, I know. Um, because because we used to uh, we used to butcher our own uh, goats, lambs, and pigs. Um, the cows were a bit big for us to handle ourselves. We used to send them off to the market and just sell them off. But we used to do our own pigs. Oh, and, and chickens we used to do our own chickens as well. And uh, yeah, my dad always gave us the rule. You know, never name them. So. Oh, I know. Like my kid will say, "This is this is my new pig, Speckles," and I'm like, "Speckles, come on!" And then, and then I got to be the bad guy. Well, we're getting some serious feedback. Well, I said, "Can you sh- try shutting off your audio, maybe, or your video, not your audio?" Yeah. Okay. It is probably a hundred percent my internet too. Oh, there we go. All right. Does that sound better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm actually yeah. uh, in the process of upgrading my connection, both these storms, the internet's been in and out all day. So I, I'm just glad we've strung together enough to make a podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, the um, the advantage of you know a podcaster interviewing a podcaster, as we said before, is that you know we can run separate recorders. So while we're getting lag, well, we won't need to worry about that on the uh, on the final product in the in in the final edit, which is cool. No, and this is the good thing about having something like the podcast hotline kit, where if something were the, like this were to happen, you know, in a normal situation, not internationally so much, we could just plug in a phone and make a phone call and uh, run it through the same apparatus we're using right now. Yeah, great. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, Ben, before this connection totally fails, I'm going to, I'm going to probably let you go. I thank you so much for being on. And if I have any barbecue specific questions, can we do this again? Absolutely. Anytime. All right. And thank you so much. And thanks for being a member of podcasting, podcasting made simple, the, the Facebook group. And please, uh, Continue to ask your questions. I, I I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I I will do. I I want to say thank you to you for uh, for opening up that group. It's um it's a great resource for for podcasters like myself to go and get information. And uh, likewise, you know, if you want to jump online and ask questions about barbecue, I've opened up a group of my own, um, the Smoking Hot Confessions community. So you can uh, jump in there and ask some barbecue related questions and uh, get some answers, and we'll get you sorted in there as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, I, you know, I, we will definitely talk again in the future and please continue to communicate with me. I I love it, man. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and let you go then. Great. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Well, I hit the, I jumped the gun there too soon, but that was Ben Arnott and I thank him so much for being on. What a blast that was. And that is just goes to show you what social networking can do. That is just solely from my Facebook group, Podcasting Made Simple. Remember, if you like what you hear, please continue to support the affiliate links on Aaron says what.com. And until next time. Shalom. You are listening to the One Man Show Network. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app lets you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple podcasts, no extra charge. Have a YouTube channel? Spreaker has that covered. Effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcasts to Spreaker without losing your current iTunes subscribers. Try any plan for free for 30 days using promo code ASW.